Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Karishma Connect, the first time in 2024. Happy New Year once again to you and your families. I hope you had a lovely time together. On this episode, I've got Sukhada Chaudhary, Vice President of Community at Rangne. Now, she's a storyteller, advertising comms professional who chose to pursue purpose with Rangne, which is a social investing platform. She tells me why. She tells me what made her believe in the platform, how she communicates for good, and what is social investing, why it could be the next big thing that you need to look out for. Until the next one, stay tuned. Go check out the episode. I'll be back soonest with yet another one. This is Karishma signing off. Thank you so much, Sukada, for joining me on this episode of Karishma Connect. I can't wait to know more about Rangde because uh, I I find it very interesting that somebody has come up with this kind of a concept and I would love to get to know more. But before I get into any any story on Karishma Connect, I ask the person, tell me about the journey till the till to where you are today and you know what makes it so special to be here thank you thanks karishma for having me and it's lovely to be on this platform to talk more about rangde our journey my journey so i'll start with my journey i'm a advertising strategy uh, post grad from mica and worked in advertising for a little bit i was always uh, obsessed with you know creativity ads comms and uh, after a, a short stint in advertising, set up my own thing in my hometown, Nagpur. Uh, and I was uh, consulting for a lot of startups, uh, NGOs. And as it happened, uh, I started getting a lot of clients in the impact space. And I figured that was a real core need because uh, a lot of these organizations are doing such amazing work, but they don't have comms people to really uh, amplify their work, to showcase it to the world. Uh, so that happened uh, for, uh, I think, four or five years. I was freelancing, uh, being a consultant to these uh, startups and NGOs. And then I found an opportunity at Rangde. They were looking for a community manager. Uh, but when I joined, it turned out to be a much more expansive role where I took care of comm, social media and community. And then, of course, uh, it's, it'll be two years in February. It's been a wonderful ride uh, championing uh, social investing uh, in front of so many people on as many platforms as we can. So, yeah, that's a little bit about my journey. That's very interesting. And there's so much that I'd like to unfold there. But I'll begin with this. I will go back to you being a comms professional. I think... What led you to pursuing purpose over, you know, the trivia of things that uh, comms and media and everything offers? What what led you to that purpose? And then what, what, what have been the rewards so far of pursuing that journey? Yeah, absolutely. So I think uh, my advertising stint was enough to disillusion me. Uh, so I quit advertising in just more than a year. And I, uh, I slowly realized that, you know, the brightest minds can do a lot more rather than sell products and, you know, just spread consumerism. And for me, uh, knowing that I come from a privileged background, I knew that I could make some trade-offs, try to use my skills in a certain way. Uh, and, you know, as as you said, like purpose-led brands or purpose-led communities. And uh, so I just gave it a go. I thought, you know, at the end of the day, if that work gives you satisfaction and you can afford to do it in every way, so why not? And I think the learnings uh, or the takeaways from doing impact-led, purpose-led work has been a lot of satisfaction, a lot of work satisfaction. And you get to meet some lovely people because uh, this is there's nobody here who's here for the rat race. 
you know they've all intentionally opted out of a very cutthroat environment amazingly talented people who you know just want to do good so it's it's lovely being in that uh, atmosphere full of people who want to make a difference if i may ask you because you have been in touch with that bunch of people and the listeners might not have what have you learned about the the concept of what we call good in the sense what do you think redefines that oh that's a very interesting question so i think uh, uh, you need to redefine good very quickly once you make a profession out of uh, working in the space of good uh, because when you enter it, it you're so idealistic right i i want to change the world i want to do this i want to do that and the first learning sort of of this space is there are so many moving parts and you're just like one small cog and you have such limited influence on the world so i think then good quickly you know narrows down to okay this is what we as an organization or me as a person can do so let's try our best that in in the whole scheme of things there are those, there are so many things out of your control let's try to maximize our impact in this narrow sphere that we can yeah, yeah. and then tell me about rangde and how rangde is doing that Oh yes absolutely so rangde is a rbi regulated peer to peer uh, social investing platform so uh, the way rangde is doing this is you know the biggest problem we are trying to solve is millions of people in india are excluded for excluded from uh, formal credit systems so yeah. we are talking about farmers we are talking about uh, rural entrepreneurs we are talking about artisans what happens is these people even for a small amount smallish amount of 5000 10000 rupees if they go to a bank they will be rejected mm. because a they don't have collateral b they don't have a credit score and three they often don't have enough land you know mm. uh, so they don't have credit histories to show so uh, what happens is they get rejected and they go to private money lenders and then borrow these amounts at rates as high as 30 to 40% per annum Uh, mm-hmm. and they get uh, trapped in these vicious credit cycles and uh, we've had so many unfortunate cases of people giving up their lives people being shamed people yeah. living in misery so the way rangde is trying to do this is bring the peer to peer lending model where people like you and me you can start as low as 100 rupees you can lend uh, to these farmers rural entrepreneurs and artisans we call it social investing it's actually investing in a person and then this person at a very low interest rate of uh, 4 to 8% per annum they repay you back uh, that amount so what we're doing is we're not only giving them a chance at uh, escaping poverty uh, mm-hmm. but we're also giving them the dignity of borrowing uh, you know at their terms mm-hmm. so uh, we're actually uh, doing financial inclusion and enabling livelihoods at the same time tell me why is that important for somebody in sitting in the city with all their comforts to take notice of because i think that's where any social platform tends to face the you know the brunt of people being very delusional about their backgrounds so where do you think they need to take notice of something like that why is it so important i think because uh, maximum uh, of our country today still lives outside the metro areas uh, a lot of a big bunch of our population actually lives in our villages still uh, and uh, this empathy gap right is real like uh, because pv in the cities we earn 30000 40000 50000 a month we have failed to even imagine a world where someone will struggle for 5000 
6,000 rupees. And that makes such a big difference for them. So 5,000, 6,000 can mean that this year they might be able to buy seeds. They might be able to buy a goat for their uh, goat rearing. They might be able to construct a, a fish pond for the farm pond for their, fund, uh, for their farm. So I think it's really, really necessary so that A, we're aware of our privilege and we can use it to do good. But two, because there's a real India out there that uh, we hope we don't lose touch with. Yeah, yeah, very true. And then, you know, I was talking to somebody who's also into, uh, he's into finance education just the last yeah. week. It was a platform here in the UAE. And I asked the same thing that, you know, today we are faced with such diversified financial models and there's so much of diversification happening in the space of investments. Within the, within those scheme of things, why do you think it is important to embrace social investing and how can the wider groups or the wider authorities kind of make the scenario better? Yeah. So here is where I would like to add one more layer to that question. So a lot of us uh, really want to do good with, uh, you know, the money that we have. And a lot of us want that money to have some impact. Uh, and that impact can be multifold. It can be, you know, uh, putting it back into our country, uh, creating days of livelihood, or having a real change in society through that in invested money, right? And a lot of us also don't want to do charity or donation because there you, you can't trace what happens to the money. Uh, did I create an impact? And, you know, it's all uh, very uh, obscure and opaque. Uh, where I think social investing falls into this whole paradigm of different financial investment options is A, that it's it's you you know you're going to get repaid with interest from this borrower but two you know that it's going to create tremendous ground level impact so mm -hmm. we have a metric on the platform where we uh, where we share with our investors that hey this is the number of lives you've impacted mm -hmm. through your investment so it's not just the borrower it's the borrower and their family right in so many cases it's a lot of other things uh, we also tell them these are the number of credit histories you have helped create so mm -hmm. these are so many first time borrowers that you know because of you now they have a credit history they can go to any bank and they can discuss that okay here's my credit history uh, i need a loan so uh, i think this kind of impact and uh, another thing is you know unlike a lot of options out there this is a self multiplying investment so it comes back to you with interest and because it works so well, you're really motivated to keep that money in the system and keep investing it in more individuals. So I think there are two, three uh, different aspects that really make this different from traditional investing. And do you have any peculiar story that you would like to share about somebody who really had, uh, you know, whose life really got transformed through the platform? Is there any anecdote as such? Yeah, so there is a borrower from Uttar Pradesh uh, and uh, she availed of a Rangde loan. So she was on the Rangde platform to get credit to buy a e-auto rickshaw, okay. right? And imagine a woman uh, in Uttar Pradesh of all places and she wants to buy an e-auto rickshaw. So a little backstory, this woman was always interested in uh, riding bikes, but because she was a woman, she was discouraged and, you know, when she had a family of her own and they needed more money. So she said, why can't I drive a e-auto rickshaw? So huh. uh, a lot of Rangde social investors invested in her. She got to buy her e-auto rickshaw and uh, she now earns enough not just to 
maintain that e-auto rickshaw, but to also charge it in her own house. So earlier she used to go to some place to charge that e-auto rickshaw and, you know, be dependent on so many things. But now she's learning well. She can charge that e-auto rickshaw at her own house. She's a role model. She's like a local celebrity uh, because she took that first step. And it's it's uh, credit really transforms uh, a lot of lives on the grassroots. Yeah. And how does the platform work, Sukada? How, what is the, how do people access it? You know, people who are looking yeah. to engage with it. Take me through yeah, that. So what, yeah. So what we've done is we've made it very, very easy for someone to access it. You can either download the Rangde app mm-hmm. or you can go to the platform, which is rangde.in. Uh, you can choose which farmer, entrepreneur, artisan you want to invest in. Uh, and you can choose any amount starting from rupees 100. So we want everybody to try it. So we've kept it super low. The entry amount is 100 rupees. And then you just do a quick uh, KYC. And then, you know, we disburse your invested amount to the borrower. And according to the terms uh, that are mentioned on the profile, so it may be 6%, it may be 8%, the tenure can be six months. We usually cap it at 12 months. Every month you get repaid uh, with interest. So it's split into monthly paybacks and uh, everything is available on your dashboard. So you can see uh, whose repayment is upcoming and where your money's gone. And you can even uh, turn on this thing we call auto reinvest. So whatever you get back, you can set some parameters that, hey, I only want to invest in women in Uttar Pradesh, right? So it will keep going to similar profiles in the system. So you can customize it. You can customize it. That's nice. I mean, the wonders of technology, I think technology also works very well in making these things possible. I think it's really been a... Tell me from your journey so far, and this is perhaps my last question to you, that for anybody who is wanting, for a young aspiring person who's wanting to do out, go out there and do good, what do you think are some things to keep in mind from a social investing perspective for them? Like tips for budding social investing entrepreneurs. Social investing uh, entrepreneurs. So you, uh, you mean like people who want to do something similar to Rangde? Yeah. Ah, okay. So I would say uh, have a great way of uh, selecting borrower profiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the community connect is very, very important. So what we do at Rangde is because we can't be in 14 states with a smallish team, uh, we work with FPOs, farmer producer organizations, self-help groups, and uh, NGOs who have been working with specific farmer, entrepreneur, artisan communities for a while. And then we partner with them. They are called our impact partners. And they tell us that, okay, hey, these are 50 villagers in this community. And, you know, they really need credit for their farming, for example. Mm -hmm. So then uh, we partner with these organizations and they help us curate the right profiles for the platform. So -hmm. what happens is a double check. We not only uh, do a credibility check of the organization, but we also do all the due diligence on the individual profile. So number one tip would be have a, foolproof system of you know not only selecting but onboarding borrower profiles uh, number two and this is something that's really worked well for us at Rangde is have a human first approach mm. um, it's it's very very easy for this whole thing to become so transactional right that okay x farmer needs abc so I, let me just give 500 rupees to x right but what we do is in all our invest in, in all our borrower profiles right you'll see smiling faces mm. you will see a small clip of that person speaking in their own native language as to why they need, um, you know, 
20,000 rupees, 50,000 rupees. You'll see one photograph of them uh, in their livelihood activity, for example. So uh, we truly believe that this is a human to human connect. Uh, unless you know that there's a human being at the end of that transaction, you will not do it for the right reasons. So number two is, you know, uh, human led approach, super important. And number three, select a stellar team. You know, that team needs to be, your team needs to be in this uh, not to earn money, but actually work so well that a byproduct is that you have a great enterprise at the end of the day. So I would say those are my three takeaways. I think your people. last one is so very important because uh, most of the time, that's what gets in the way of everything, right? The, the gender of why you are in it. I think that's something where... I, I want to go back to your comms experience before I, uh, you know, finish things up. And that is communicating something like that. You really need to exactly tying back to your last point where you're not looking at the money factor. Yeah. The, the, there must be some chat. I, I don't know if my question would come across directly to you, but what I'm trying to ask is that, there are challenges of communicating something like that in a way that you are not being, uh, and I say this because I myself am into comms and there is a huge challenge of communicating something to do with, uh, you know, what we call CSR or anything mm -hmm. that is to, like a social service responsibility. Yeah. How do you navigate that? There are challenges and opportunities attached to it. How do you navigate that? Yeah, and that's a fantastic question because we struggle so much with it uh, because we do not want this to come across as a sob story or, you know, as a desperate appeal for credit. So what we have done is, you know, just base it on two or three touchstones of our communication strategy. One is, of course, empathy. So all our uh, communication has that angle of empathy that, you know, uh, try to instill that or evoke that empathy in the reader, in the end consumer of this communication that, hey, okay, this was something I didn't know. And, you know, now I know something about the condition of people who live in India uh, outside the cities, right? Or empathy in terms of, you know, how we approach, uh, say, showcasing a borrower's life, right? Mm -hmm. As I, like I said, right? happy photos, uh, optimistic, looking forward. Um, so empathy is number one. Uh, number two is curation. So mm. I think this is something a lot of comms people learn very late in life. And even I've learned quite late in life that uh, making cool social media graphics is one thing, but do you have the curation to tie interesting things in your content strategy? right? You know, like, what do you want to highlight? Is there a fantastic data point you can highlight? Is there an article you can share? Is there a video you can create? Is there a podcast you can get onto, right? You know, how can you get in uh, interesting elements and curate your uh, comms so that mm -hmm. people genuinely look forward to? So it may be your blogs, it may be your social media, it can be even, you know, uh, emailers. So we have something called the Rangde Quickly, uh, it goes out to all our active social investors and it's written by our co-founder every every week, right? Yeah. So something small, something personalized, something that actually um, says that, yes, a human being actually sat down and wrote this for you. So, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. And I would say number three is storytelling. Yeah. Uh, uh, storytelling is a much abused word, I'm aware. But <laughs> I think in this space of... Uh, of impact uh, development, I think uh, the way I see storytelling is how do you uh, make someone care about what you're doing? 
and how do you find those angles where this person will say oh you know interesting or oh i didn't know this or oh you know i want to know more so mm-hmm. i think these two three things uh, empathy uh, curation and storytelling i think these three things for sure agree with all of them i think i resonate and like you said curation is a very important point uh, and of course storytelling is timeless i think it just passes yes. <laughs> my last question to you is sukada tell me what's next in store for rangde what are you most looking forward to oh yeah so we at rangde we want to reach 1 million social investors uh, and we are really looking forward to when social investing becomes a common term right like you ask people do you do mutual funds and fds and we want people to know about and actually practice social investing as just another thing right and uh, of course another thing that we want to do is reach every state in india uh, reach new geographies currently we are present in 16 indian states so we'd love to get into more geographies we know we're just scratching the surface the need is so so huge so uh, it's it's a, a clever balance between demand and supply so we we uh, hoping that we can do both of these in the coming few years and is it only open to people in india or is it also open to people who are outside? and i asked that because the podcast reaches a global audience so that's why i'm asking yes. and thank you for bringing that up because i had missed it uh, it is open to nris as well as oci card holders you can use the platform it's just a, again a quick kyc and you'll be able to invest perfect i am so happy to have you know spoken to you about this it's a brilliant and i have got to actually learn so much thank you for that and thank you so much once again for joining me more power to you and rangde and i look forward to seeing whatever milestones unfold for you Thank you thank you so much Karishma and uh, really love all the work you've been doing and the curation you've been doing yourself and uh, all the best to you as well and your podcast thank you so much